0: Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. you understand that healing is part of the atonement. A lot of times people think, well, Alex, you know, God's going to heal you if he wants to heal you. But what we got to do is we got to renew our mind to the fact that you can't separate grace from Jesus. You can't separate grace from the finished works of the cross. And do you know what? Through the cross, Jesus already made healing available. Healing is a finished work. Healing was provided by the grace of God. And so now our job is to be able to live in a way where we can actually receive it. And, 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 and receiving it is very simple. It's just believing it without trying to add to it, without trying to qualify for it, uh, without trying to be good enough for it. Amen. And so I want you to, uh, if you have your Bibles, join me in the book of Acts chapter 20. We're going to look at verse 24, and then I'm going to spend most of my time in the book of Galatians here this morning, um, Acts chapter 20, verse 24, because I want you to see again that the gospel that we are called to preach, friends, the gospel that we are called to preach is the gospel of grace. Sometimes people say, well, Alex... Uh, you sure do talk about grace a lot. Well, friends, I want you to realize the gospel we are called to preach is the gospel of grace. There's not the gospel of grace and another gospel. In fact, Paul says in Galatians, this is the only gospel there is. And so the gospel of grace is the gospel. Notice what Paul said here in Acts chapter 20, verse 24. He says, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. Now, that's pretty awesome. He he says he doesn't just want to finish his course. He wants to finish his course with joy. (laughs) Friends, I want you to know God wants you to live in joy. You know, joy is independent of your circumstances. joy has nothing to do with your circumstances. Joy comes from your relationship with Jesus. And he says... He he says, I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. And notice what Paul's ministry was. He says, to testify the gospel of the grace of God, to testify the gospel of of the grace of god paul's assignment paul's ministry was all about testifying of this gospel of grace it was all about preaching this gospel of grace and friends i submit to you if that was paul's assignment and paul was really the one who had the revelation the full revelation on the grace of god well then i submit to you man if that's what paul was preaching then I believe that we as the church, we should be preaching what Paul was preaching. Amen. We should be preaching what Paul was preaching. Now, look at the book of Galatians here, and we're going to look at some verses here. And I'm going to uh, switch here to the, to the uh, NLT, the New Living Translation. And uh, we're just going to look at this, and we're talking about maintaining the purity of grace maintaining the purity of grace we all got to be reminded it doesn't matter I man, I got to be reminded of this all the time I got to renew my mind all of the time to the grace of God because it is so um like I said it's 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 almost like alien to everything that we're taught to believe to how our minds are wired you know and so and so let's look at this here and I'm going to start in verse 4 Galatians chapter 1 verse 4 And listen to this, listen to what Paul is saying here. He says, Jesus gave his life for our sins, just as God our Father planned in order to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. And so notice Jesus died for us and Jesus rose again, not only for us to go to heaven, but for us to be rescued from this evil world. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means he's rescued you from the evils that are in this world, the evil uh, that's in the world system. And I want you to understand that that includes lack, that includes sickness, Um, that includes depression, it includes all those things that the enemy wants to throw at you. He says, all glory to God forever and ever. Amen. But now notice this, verse six, he says, I am shocked. He says, I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ. He says you are following a different way that pretends to be the good news or the gospel, the gospel of grace, but is not the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Now, you got to be careful, man, when you run into people who are twisting the truth concerning Christ. Now, what is the truth? Concerning Christ, what is the truth concerning Christ? I'm actually going to look at this in the uh, King James too, praise God, because I like how the King James uh, words some of these things here. The truth concerning Christ is that Christ is enough, man. Is that Jesus is enough? It's not Jesus plus anything else, because you know the the context of Galatians is Paul was writing to uh, believers who were being enticed by false teachers who were telling them that, you know, faith in Jesus is not enough. You also got to throw in some works. In other words, uh, you got to get circumcised. You got to keep parts of the law in order to be okay with God. And so Paul is saying, no, the truth of Christ is Jesus is enough. It's never going to be Jesus plus something else. Now, he says here in verse six in the King James, he says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you. This is what I want you to see that called you into the grace of Christ. God has called you, friend, into the grace of Christ. Say that out loud. Type it into the chat. Say, I'm called into the grace of Christ. Uh, God has called us, friends, into the grace of Christ, into the unmerited favor of Christ, into the uh, blessing and in the goodness, the the, the goodness of God that's been made available to us. And so he's called us into the grace of Christ. Now, the, uh, the, the Amplified describes it as unmerited favor, unmerited favor. It's God being good to you, not because you earned it or deserved it. It's God being good to you because God is good. And because of the finished works of Jesus Christ, this favor has been made available to us. And so he says, uh, called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. He says, there is no other gospel. Now, notice the sentence structure. He says, the grace of Christ, you've been called... Uh, God called you into the grace of Christ, but they were trying to move to another gospel, a gospel other than the gospel of the grace of Christ. And Paul says in verse seven, which is not another glory to God. Paul is saying there is no other gospel other than the gospel of uh, the grace of Christ. Glory to God, I want you to understand uh, that this grace, when we are preaching grace, what we're doing is uh, we are preaching the gospel. I want you to understand there is no other gospel. Paul says, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and they would pervert the gospel of Christ. Now, whenever somebody perverts the gospel of Christ, the Bible says there's going to be some trouble. (laughs) Okay. You're going to be troubled. Now, uh, perverting the gospel of Christ, you got to be really careful with that because, you know, because anytime that we think, well, Alex, um, you know it is it's it's jesus but but alex also got to do the, these other things here i got to live right well hold on that's perverting the gospel of christ and i know we're getting radical and man you know when you're preaching the gospel of of grace you're going to open yourself to some to some stuff to some persecutions because we're getting radical because there's going to be people that say, well, Alex, no, that's wrong. No, Alex, we got to do this. We got to live right. We got to live holy. Well, hold on. Nobody's saying that we're not going to live holy. But what we're saying is that your right living is going to be glory to God. It's the fruit that's produced when you put your faith in Jesus. You see, uh, there's people who want to hold on to this idea. Well, no, uh, I got to also uh, perform correctly. Otherwise God is not going to bless me. Well, that's not the truth. That's perverting the truth of the gospel of Christ. And so I want you to examine your own heart because nobody can know other than you, it's between you and God, what you really believe. And I want you to ask yourself this question. Do I believe that Jesus is enough? Do I believe that Jesus Christ is enough? Or do I think, well, Alex, you know, it's faith in Jesus, but man, um, you know, I've also got some bonus points with God because I'm doing all these things. Well, friend, that's perverting the truth of the gospel. And it is important because... Because a lot of times we cut ourselves off from seeing God's best in our lives because we're still trying to earn it. We're still trying to qualify for it. We're still uh, looking at our past and we're saying, man, Alex, look at all these mistakes that I made. Well, friend, I want to remind you here this morning uh, that uh, the the finished works of Jesus Christ are greater than any mistake that you and I could ever make. Now, Paul actually goes on and um, he uses some very strong language here. He says in verse 8, he says, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you in other words if if somebody comes along and he and they preach something other than the grace of Christ man he says let him be accursed that's some that's some strong language paul <laughs> he says let him be accursed he says as we said before so say i now again he's going to repeat himself man he says, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, then that which you have received, let him be accursed. And so the gospel is the gospel of grace. Paul is saying anybody who preaches a different kind of gospel is going to be under the curse. They're going to be under the curse of God. They're going to be the curse, remember, is the empowerment to fail. Curse is defined as the empowerment to fail because the very moment that you try to use your own works to be okay with God, or you're going to use your works to get healed, or you're going to use your works to get the blessing of God to come on your life, well, you can never get there. That's a curse in and of itself. Why? Because the standard of God is perfection. You and I, friends, we can never, ever work ourselves into right standing with God. You and I, we will never be able to uh, earn or deserve anything from God. The only way way to receive from God. Glory to God is uh, by the grace of God. He is by the favor of God. He is by uh, the blessing of God. Now, again, you say, well, Alex, but we got to do right. Well, friend, your motivation for doing right should not be, man, I'm going to do right so that God can bless me. Well, that's a wrong motivation. Well, I better do right so I can make it into heaven. Well, that's a wrong motivation. You see, God wants you to do right, but here's the deal. Here's what happens, please catch me, that if you understand this gospel of grace, when I put my faith in Jesus fully and completely, when I open my heart to receive his unmerited favor, well, now what he's gonna do is his spirit is gonna come in and he's gonna transform my heart. And you know what he does? He's gonna give me the desire to live right. He's gonna give me the desire to do the things that please him. And you know what happens? My motivation now becomes love. My motivation becomes love because, man, if, if your motivation for doing right is so that you can be okay with God, well, then your motivation is fear. That's fear-based. The system of the world is performance. It's fear-based. The law of Moses, it, it brought about fear. Amen. And so and so when, when, when I, however, understand this grace of God, friends, And when I can open myself to this truth that Jesus, through his finished work, has made available to us everything we need, all things pertaining to life and godliness, the Bible says, well, now that's going to transform my heart. That's going to transform my heart, you see. And uh, I want to switch over again to the NLT. I'm going to read a few verses here. In the New Living Translation, because this is huge, he says in Galatians 1.10 in the NLT, uh, he says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, <laughs> but of God. Man, here's something the Lord has reminded me, man, to, to preach this gospel of grace, I can't be looking for the approval of people. You see, because here's the deal, Uh, people, a lot of people, um, you know, what's going to keep them happy is when you're preaching works. You say, well, yeah, you know, we believe in Jesus, but man, we got to throw in some works, too, so we can feel good about ourselves. Well, that's trying to win the approval of men. But when I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching what Paul preached, and it's the gospel of grace. And I'm saying, man, the reason that any good is going to come to you from God, it's never, ever, 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 ever going to be because of your works. It's always going to be because of the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so, man, I'm not trying, like Paul says, to win the approval of people. Uh, you know, if I wanted the approval of people, then I would have, then I would have to preach anything other than Jesus. <laughs> you know, just preach some idea, some some uh, some doctrine where which says, yeah, you know, you just got to be spiritual enough. You know, uh, do all these spiritual practices and you'll be okay. And yeah, you know, you can just do whatever you want. It's all just going to lead to God anyway. I could, I would win the approval of people. You know what? I would have a whole lot more people probably. Uh, tuning in here uh, to these talks, if I was preaching some worldly idea that, man, you can just work your way into right standing with God, or um, you know, it's like uh, all paths gonna are going to ultimately lead to God. Well, that's not the truth, friends. I'm here to preach to you, Jesus, glory to God. I'm here to preach to you uh, this gospel of grace, and that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and Jesus is the only way, the only truth, the only life, and the only way for you to be right with God is, glory to God, to put your faith in Jesus. You see, the only way for you uh, to be blessed uh, by God is for you to receive the gift of his son. It's never going to be your works. It's never going to be your works. And so he says, obviously, <laughs> I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God, if pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. If pleasing people was my goal, I would not be the servant of Christ. You see, and so the gospel of grace, man, we got to hold on to this uh, purity of grace. We got to maintain the purity of grace and in many ways, the simplicity of grace, which is, man, I believe on Jesus. I just believe this truth about this gospel. I believe Jesus went to the cross. I believe Jesus died for my every sin. I believe um. He cleansed me from my unrighteousness. He rose on the third day, man, and and I believe that I'm in Christ. I believe my position is is that I'm in Christ. I'm the index card in the notebook, and that's why I'm blessed, and that's why I'm blessed. And so I don't do good works to look good or to, you know, be in right relationship with God. No, man, he gives me the desire to do what I'm doing. He gives me the desire to do what I'm doing, Uh, Look at uh, chapter two, verse 16, Galatians 2.16 says, yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by observing the law, not by observing the law, not by our good works. And we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law, and notice this, for no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. And so my heart is that, that people who tune into this ministry, that you understand this gospel of grace. And what happens is, man, when you understand this gospel of grace, you're going to have assurance. You're going to have boldness. You're going to have confidence. Uh, you're not going to wonder, hey, man, Alex, am I going to make it to heaven? No, uh, Jesus already purchased that for you. Alex, uh, do I have a, a right to, to believe for healing? Well, I want you to understand you have a blood-bought right for, to be healed. Yeah, man, you have a blood-bought right to be healed, you see. And then I got to really preach this very strongly because there's, as I said, I'm not trying to win the approval of people. There's going to be people who disagree. They say, well, Alex, no, God's going to heal you if he wants to heal you. Well, what I'm saying to you is what the scripture says. He's already healed you 2,000 years ago. Healing happened 2,000 years ago on that cross, you see. But here's the deal. The only way to receive a gift is to receive it. I can give you something, I can hand it to you, but you're gonna have to be the one who reaches out and grabs it. And so we gotta learn how to receive what grace has made available to us. And the way you do it is you don't qualify for it, man. You don't try to earn it. No, what you do is you look to the cross. Paul was always looking to the cross. He says in verse 20, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I live, but Christ lives in me. Remember index card notebook? I was showing that to you guys a few times. Uh, Index card notebook. Uh, We are in in the notebook, which represents Christ. Uh, The index card is in the notebook. And so I'm in Christ. When God looks at me, he sees me in Christ. Paul says, so I live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He said, oh, I love this. He says, I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless. That gets me, man. Don't treat the grace of God as meaningless. He says, for if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. So friends, may I encourage you this morning, let's maintain the purity of grace and let's not treat this grace of God as meaningless. Man, I'm gonna preach this grace of God wherever God opens the door for me to preach it. I'm gonna preach it, you know, and and, um, I'm not gonna, you know, try to uh, water it down or whatever. No, man, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's all Jesus. One day I'm gonna do a a teaching too where we're gonna look at some scriptures in the Bible where you gotta rightly divide it and you gotta realize that um you know that you got to rightly divide before the cross after the cross because there's some scriptures uh in the bible where you know people look at that and they say well alex look they're being judged by their performance they're being judged by their actions but here's here's a radical truth which i'm going to get more into is that not everything in the bible is actually talking about born again christians there's going to be people that are going to be judged by their actions but not christians you know, that goes to the question of, well, Alex, what about all the people who've know, who haven't heard the gospel yet? Well, God is going to deal with them justly and fairly. And it's going to be based on what they do know, what not what they don't know. And there's going to be a group of people. They're going to be standing before God. They're going to be judged by their actions, but not Christians. You see, because you and I, we are in Christ. Your sins, my sins were already judged in the body of Jesus. Amen. And 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 we are in Christ. We are in this unmerited favor of God. God is not judging us by our actions anymore. Now there's correction. Anytime we're off course, as any loving father would do, he's going to try to correct us. Amen. Now we do give an account, but the account we're going to give is going to be, man, how much did you believe me? You see, it all comes down now to your believing in this new covenant in this grace of God, everything moves on the inside. It's not, the actions are not my focus or not the focus anymore. The emphasis is, is internal. It's the believing. And so it's always about, man, you know, it's like God is saying in every situation, in every scenario, can you just believe me? Can you believe in my son here? Can you believe that my son is sufficient? You know, you're dealing with a hardship. Can you, God is saying, can you believe me? Can you trust me? He's not saying, man, can you perform better? No, he's saying, can you believe me? You see, the only account that we are ever going to give is how much do I really believe that Jesus is enough, that Jesus is my healer, Jesus is my righteousness, Jesus is my sufficiency, a glory to God, Jesus is my everything. (laughs) You see, you see, and so it's about believing Jesus. That's the emphasis. Now, again, your actions are going to follow because, you know, my, my, my actions are an expression of what I believe. It's not the other way around. The reason I sit in a chair is because I believe the chair is going to support my weight. The reason I get on an airplane is because I believe that plane is going to get me to where I'm trying to go. (laughs) Okay, if I think it's going somewhere else, I'm not going to get on it because that's not where I'm trying to go, you see. And so my actions are an expression of my belief. God, I submit to you, wants our belief to be firmly rooted in this gospel of grace. And so no matter who you are, I wanna remind you today, Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. Jesus is greater than your mistakes. Jesus is greater than any of, 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 of your shortcomings, friend. Jesus Christ is enough. Let's boldly maintain the purity of this grace of God. And I believe some awesome things are gonna take place now. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubin. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now, to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give.